0: Hey everybody, this is Life Coach Nancy Duarte, former family therapist with 23 years of experience from LifeCoachNancy.com and you're listening to the Naked Truth Podcast, the show that if you're like most people, you would like to get more out of life than you're currently experiencing. The Naked Truth Show is for people who want to have more, see more do more, or be more, and experience a more fulfilling and meaningful life. I am excited to invite you all. This month, we will be talking about toxic behaviors. Let's get started. Today's topic is on Are You Manipulated by Guilt or Fear? Why is it that people manipulate? In general, people manipulate others to get what they want to protect their ego, and to avoid having to take responsibility for the consequences of their own actions. They may feel the need to punish, control, or dominate their partner. They may be seeking pity or attention or have other selfish motives. And believe it or not, many times, people do this so they can feel better about themselves. If we stop and think about this for a moment, we can ask ourselves how many people, unless they're truly malicious or very sick, attempt to manipulate a powerless person. They simply don't spend their energy doing that. The manipulators usually have this in common. They attempt to control someone they admire, like, or are afraid of, or whom they perceive has more control over his or her own life than the manipulators have over theirs. In most successful manipulators, a direct relationship exists between the severity of the manipulation and the degree to which the target of the manipulation feels guilty, fearful, ashamed, or humiliated. The manipulator usually leaves the victim speechless. It works like this. The manipulator becomes the aggressor and the manipulated become apologetic. Despite the words they may have spoken by the manipulator and victim, the energy is one creating control where none exists or was needed except in the mind of the manipulator. For example, I really would appreciate you taking out the garbage on your way out. Unspoken message I tell you what to do, and I'm the boss, period. Deeper message. What they really mean, you're always so put together and efficient that I feel lazy compared to you. Most of the time, you are busy frustrated with this person, and you don't even know why. Yet, it is helpful to remember that the manipulator acts out of fear and insecurity, thriving on people's power. You may not realize it, but your manipulator is giving you a compliment and you don't even know it because they are always putting you on the defensive side, but they are truly jealous and envious of you because they admire you and they feel compelled to control you. This is how a manipulator uses the weapons against you. They need to control you at all times so they can take out their weapons and usually use these against you. Guilt and fear. These two weapons do cause discomfort. However, the successful use of guilt and fear as weapons of the manipulator is dependent, to some degree, on how each of us react to those weapons. Let's explore these two weapons. In order to stop manipulation, it requires a bit of thought, practice, and discussion. If you can put in the effort and learn the techniques, it will eventually become automatic. You have to become aware and educate yourself so that you don't easily fall into the category of being manipulated your entire life. There are several categories of manipulators. The common manipulator is usually a negative manipulator, which is persistent in criticism, shaming, social exclusion, social pressure, and hostile threats. Then there's the positive manipulator. You know, the fake friendliness, insincere, flattery, appeal to vanity and false promises. Then there's the manipulator who deceives. They're usually the liar, cheater, they steal, use unethical shortcuts, excuse-making, blaming, and dodging responsibility. And the final manipulator is a strategic helplessness. They play weak, martyr, guilt-baiting. And then there's the hostile manipulator, which falls into the category of abuse, bullying, temper tantrum, intimidation, physical, mental, and emotional abuse. You don't need an advanced degree in psychology to define and distinguish a manipulator. You need to be alert and know you have to protect yourself while doing minimal damage to your opponent. You do not want to become one of them. Two questions you should ask yourself if you think you are being manipulated who is in control and who has the greater power. An important thing to remember, but hard for any of us to do, is to realize that manipulation, like an attack, is not personal. It is personal only in the sense that your opponent considers you important enough or strong enough to attack in the first place. It is amazing how creative human beings can be Not all manipulators are overly aggressive. Actually, they can come across as being passive aggressive. Here are several examples of that. They procrastinate and they use it as an art form. For example, I will go and clean out the closet and it gets played for 365 days until someone else does it. I can't deal with that right now. Please don't upset me. I'm stressed and I'm going through some stuff right now. In the third example, the manipulator takes the blame and exaggerates it. They will say things like, you can't fire me, I quit. Or I'm a lousy driver when they wrecked a car. I'm not all to blame, but if that makes you feel better, I will take the blame. Keep in mind the manipulator weapons are guilt and fear. Let's go over a list and how they use the weapon. They use fear whenever possible. Hey, I know you're leaving for Europe, but be careful. I heard there's a lot of COVID going on. Or be careful if you go to the gym. I have heard there's a lot of robberies in that neighborhood. No big deal, but if I were you, I don't know, I might not go. Or they use guilt the rest of the time, combined with fear, use of guilt, guarantees you'll go far as a manipulator. For example, that's okay, it doesn't matter. I'm only your best friend or have a great time. I will be fine here tonight on my own with no one to talk to. Intimidation is another tactic through their body language. You're lucky if you finish by the end of the year. Is that all you have done? Whenever possible, they can be rude and also like to threaten you. Or they play the honest card. They like to pull that one out. I know I shouldn't tell you this, but it's for your own good. You really need to know what I heard your brother say about you. They also target your vulnerability and they usually have to win at all costs. The list can go on and on. And yes, there are many faces of manipulation but guilt and fear are the major weapons of the manipulator. Our individual reactions to the manipulator and the manipulation vary, but usually involve guilt and fear imposed or self-imposed. So let's begin by defining what is guilt. It is the feeling of responsibility. We are guilty because we have done something wrong. We made a mistake. And who is the first person who reminds that you have made a mistake? You got it, our parents. You did something wrong and you were told off for it, so you're punished. As children, we hate it because we're always seeking parental approval. Guilt feels icky and crummy. We feel stuck until we permit ourselves an emotional cleansing. Guilt itself is neutral. It is the secondary feeling that causes our discomfort, anger, irritability, depression, feelings of pressure, and the desire at times to get even. There are two main reasons why we feel guilty. Either you have self-imposed the guilt or the person imposed it on you. And the irony of guilt is that we feel guilty of letting go. We are simply controlled by our guilt-edged fears. And in order to release guilt, we have to be willing to feel good about ourselves, but not attacking other people. Guilt does not exist where good communication exists. It simply does not. For many years as a therapist, I have worked with many clients that fear letting go of their fears. They face the battle of what-ifs. Why is that? It's the fear of letting go of fear, just as with guilt. In order to release fear, we have to be willing to feel good about ourselves. In fact, there isn't one person on this planet who has not or does not live in fear. All of us struggle constantly to fear something. Fear has much power as guilt. It is important to take note of all of your fears and work on them, because it will make it easier to release them. Why is this so important? Because the manipulator will use any fear you have against you. Be very aware. This is how they manipulate you. We have the power and control of our own lives, and in order to stop a manipulator, We must work on ourselves in order to neutralize the manipulators in your life. Do you find yourself being constantly taken advantage of? Have your friends and family confronted you about being a doormat? People allow themselves to be manipulated by the people around them for many reasons. Emotional insecurity, political correctness, or even just a desire to please others. But by focusing on the things you can't control, you can minimize the probability that you'll end up being manipulated. Tune into your feelings about the situation. Manipulation can be subtle, so it can be difficult to recognize when it is happening to you. However, there's some common things that manipulators tend to do, such as casting doubt, projecting insecurities, and making you doubt yourself. By learning to tune into how you are feeling, you may be able to spot manipulation more easy. The next time you think you might be manipulated, stop and ask yourself, am I doing this because I want to or because I feel guilty, ashamed, embarrassed, afraid, obligated, responsible? If you're doing something for one of the latter reasons, then it is possible that you're being manipulated. Being manipulated can hurt your feelings. You can stop it. By replacing those behaviors with healthy communication strategies will build strong relationships. Here are a few more red flags to know when you're being manipulated. Watch for someone who threatens withdrawal. People who make you feel like they will take something away from you if you don't act the way they want are manipulating you. These threats may involve the withdrawal of many things. Their company, their love, their money, their support, or any other thing they might threaten to withhold from you. Many people are motivated by this kind of manipulation at work working late because they fear they won't get their next promotion if they don't. But it can be more damaging in personal relationships between people because these interactions involve more intimate relations. An example of a love withdrawal statement is, sure, you can do whatever you like, but don't expect me to be here when you get home. I'm done with you. A manipulative person will try to make you feel guilty for not doing what they want you to do. They might achieve this goal by acting like you're letting them down or by talking about how much of an inconvenience, hardship something is for them. Typically, we experience guilt when we feel like we have gone back on our end of a bargain. But in situations where you suspect you're being manipulated, try to consider whether you consciously agree to the thing you feel guilty about or if the person is just making you feel guilty for no reason. A guilt statement might sound like, I really thought you cared about me, but I guess this is more important to you. I see how little our relationship means to you, and I wonder even if you love me. Manipulative people often manipulate others by making their own problems seem more important or more pressing than the problems of other people. If you feel obligated to help someone with something, and this seems to happen quite regularly, you're probably being manipulated. When we decide what tasks are most important to complete in our own lives, urgency is one way we organize our tasks and decide which to complete first. But when other people get to determine of the thing urgency, this is a problematic manipulative. Pay attention to an excessive use of facts and figures. People who spout out lots of facts and figures may also be trying to manipulate you. The idea behind this tactic is to make you feel as though you do not know as much as the other person. Someone who does this is trying to convince you that he or she is intellectually superior to you. No. When someone refuses to speak, Some people manipulate others by refusing to speak first or giving you the silent treatment. When someone does this, he or she may be probing for information that he or she can use against you. The person may wait for you to speak to find out what you think is happening and what your goals are. Listen to the volume of the person's voice. Some people will shout or speak loudly to subdue other people. This person may drown out your voice with his or her own to get you to stop trying to defend yourself and give in to the other person's demands. If someone is yelling at you or speaking over you, then this is likely manipulation. If he or she may also use other tactics to subdue you, such as blocking your path or standing over you. Think about times when the person has tried to catch you off guard. Someone can also manipulate you by springing things on you and taking advantage of your lack of preparation by catching you off guard. The person is hoping that you'll be more likely to give into his or her request. For example, someone who's trying to manipulate, you might ask an important question, right? When you walk through the door, or someone might try to get you to perform an important task with little to no notice. Here are a few tips of things you can say to your manipulator when you're going through the process of being manipulated. Think about the individual manipulating you. Is it a group of people or just one person? If you're dealing with a group of people, it is best to confront either the leader of the group or the weakest person in the group. Tell them that you feel like they're pressuring you into doing something you don't want to do. Ask the manipulator questions. When you feel you're being manipulated, try asking the person a series of probing questions. This may catch them off guard and allow you, at the same time, to analyze the situation and make a decision about how you want to handle it. Some questions you could ask include, do I have a say in this? Does this seem reasonable to you? Are you asking me or telling me? What do I get out of this? Does what you want from me sound fair? Refuse the request when this person asks you to do something you do not want to do. Simply refuse. This can be difficult at first, but you have to understand no good will come out of it for either of you. Once you say no, person will most likely be surprised. Learning to firmly say no is an important part of not allowing yourself to be manipulated. Don't give in to continued attempts. If you're continually pressured to do something unpleasant, say no and walk away. Do not allow the person to to pressure you over and over again. If they don't accept your refusal, simply exit the situation confront the person. It is best to do this in a private place. Explain that you do not want to let yourself be controlled. However, you should also mention that you still want to continue the friendship as long as this person is willing to change their behavior. Most of the time, this person will not want to continue the relationship. Do not be depressed about this. Recognize the fact that your life was not improved at all by this person. In conclusion, manipulation, often starting out as a survival or competitive instinct for self-preservation, becomes a pathological act of exploitation, and in the worst cases, abuse. The strong alternatives to manipulative are self-awareness, Authenticity, Integrity, Constructive, Problem Solving, Capability, and Positive Communication and Relational Skills. For more information on this topic, as well as how to successfully deal with manipulators, book a free call with me and I would like to help you to rediscover the power you can make today that can change the rest of your life. That brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks for joining me during this Are You Manipulated by Guilt or Fear? I hope I added value to your life today and these tips were beneficial to you. Remember, to exceed your expectations, achieve greater. The more you know, the more you grow. As always, thanks for listening to the Naked Truth Podcast. Don't hesitate to book a free call And let's begin with a conversation at lifecoachnancy.com. If you've enjoyed the Naked Truth Show, please rate and review my podcast and be sure to come back. Until then, this is Life Coach Nancy, and don't forget, the more you know, the more you grow.